Guess who's back, you fucking cowards. Ha <laughs> ha, flew 13 hours for y'all head asses. Aw, oh, shit, it's Chet. Ugh, back in the U.S. Back in the U.S.A. That's me. That's a me. Yeah. Come back from the land of the rising sun into the land of the setting sun, because that's the West Coast. But yeah. it's not Hawaii. It's not Hawaii. That is far more further west yes yes it is like considerably further west <laughs> yes hawaii i've never been but i hear it's dope yeah i hear it's really cool it's super expensive by all accounts but if you can pay for it it's dope as shit if you can pay for if it if you can pay for it there's a huge problem with that because yeah. i i tried to convince one of our mutual friends into going to hawaii and he said fuck that I'd rather just go to the West Indies because it's just like Hawaii, but way cheaper. Yeah, there's definitely some uh, some validity to that. You ever been to the West Indies? I have not, and I have family that lives out there. What and, part? What? Puerto Rico. Is that in the West Indies? I don't think that counts. Okay. Uh, I forget actually which specific part. I don't even know if they still live there. I know I have family in Barbados, though. Oh, shit. I yeah. have family there, too. That's lit. Yeah. It's getting lit out here. We're going to go on a real nerd hours trip to Barbados and get chewed up by fucking mosquitoes. Hell yeah. That shit's fun. With your sweet, sweet American blood. Right, dude? I was I was 20 the first time that I went, and that was a nightmare. You know how on maps they have the bumps to show you the terrain? Yeah. That's what my legs were like afterwards. Nice. Shit, man. That was some next level shit. <sighs> We're back. We're back, everybody. We're back, normal form, usual form, whatever you want to call it. I have some comments and questions from the subreddit. Reddit.com slash r slash real nerd hours. And as an aside, we've got a Discord channel now. Hey. Feel free to join when whenever you get ready. The link is in the subreddit. You can hop on there, subscribe to the subreddit. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes, and or if you don't use iTunes, that's fine. Not many people do, according to the stats. And that's one of the questions that we actually got for a little bit later on, uh-huh. or basically the last question that we're going to answer here. Okay. Jeffykins wants to know, are you guys into any science shit at all? I'm not sure when video games and anime took over the nerd category because I thought nerds were broken glasses and pocket protectors, not Twitch and anime. Semantics, I guess. It's all good to me. But I'm curious to know if you guys have any scientific hobbies or keep fresh on any particular field. By the way, the podcast is great stuff, guys. Keep it going. Yeah, we will keep it going. Just Thank for you. you. Thank you, Jeffykins. I appreciate the compliment, and I'm sure Chet does as well. Yeah, I do. Thanks. <laughs> as far as I go, I do look at cryptography as one of the many facets of information security because that's one of the fields that I want to move into in the future. Cool. I also look into robotics and machine learning mm-hmm. because I'm I'm a scumbag and I want to be the one who ruins the world or makes a hyper racist 
AI chat bot that's only racist against white people. Excellent. Yeah, we got it. We got to flip the script. All those chat bots are getting way too anti-black racist. Yeah, we got to yeah, turn yeah. that around. We got to make sure that all white people at all times are referred to as Yakubians. There you go. If you aren't familiar with what Yakubians are, just just Google it. It's one of the dumbest things from the dumbest religions that have that's ever come up in recent history. <laughs> yeah. And when when I use it, I use it as a term of endearment. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I don't I don't think white people are evil. I'm fine with white people. A lot Surrounded of my, by them. my my roommate is white, and I also don't believe in a black ethno state. That's <sighs> let's let's just get that out of the way. Hotep, hotep. Open up your third eye, Kudalini, whatever the fuck. Stay Heavy woke. metal and reflective. <laughs> Stay woke forever. Stay woke for fucking ever. Oh, sorry. As the last last thing on there on that list for me, I actually do cartography as well with maps and shit. That's actually kind of cool. Is it? I mean, like it's it's interesting to it's me. A, yeah, it's interesting. It's, it's, it's definitely it's, not cool. It's not going to give me it, any pussy. I can tell you that. You never know. <laughs> oh Yo, man, let me draw a map to that G spot, babe. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. What about you, Chat? Um, I'm actually, I'm a huge literary nerd, but not in the terms of like literature. It's more linguistics. I like very specifics when it comes to the English language, like dumb things that happen with words like why are amiable and amicable two different words that mean effectively the same thing they're just used in different contexts you know if you're amiable you're a friendly person if relations are amicable they're on friendly terms or at least and also affable i want to say is in that same category it's also close yeah so like how does this kind of stuff come up well I like looking into it, and anytime I find an interesting word, I like looking into its origins, things like that. I'm also pretty into um, music theory and some of the more in-depth parts of it, but that kind of study is really, really, really (laughs) in-depth. But music theory is very in-depth. There's no way to study it in a shallow manner. You either dive way the fuck deep into it, or you just have no idea what's going on. And I'm trying to do some middle ground and it's barely working. I'm also really into trying to find the most efficient ways of using all of the programs that I use for work. Like After Effects, for example, there's a lot of scripting tools. I guess you consider that a, a nerdy study because that's more programming. That's learning coding languages. I mean, it's just Java and yeah, I think it's all just Java. But, you know, it's something, something that I don't actually have to do. I just do it because I'm crazy like that. I guess anybody who voluntarily learns how to code without the incentive of making a bunch of money afterwards is fucking insane. I mean, I guess I would make more money because I'd be the fastest, baddest After Effects user on the West, but Mm, not as much as if I was just coding. I mean, if you could do it with Nuke, you'd be a lot more pricier. Yeah, and that's also Python. Yeah, Python is way more useful than just Java. Yeah. <laughs> the or Python has more applications and it's easier to use and it's lighter than Java, I should So say. what you're saying is I should learn Python. Only if you can use it at work. Yeah, I don't know if I will. All right, so fuck it, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Next question comes from Eric Luster. What are your thoughts on Disney Star Wars? 
I assume he means the the movies and that not, have come out after Disney yeah. took over. Did do, do they have Clone Wars as well? I, and Star Wars Rebels? I get Rebels definitely because that actually aired on Disney and everything. Okay. Um, and Clone Wars was Cartoon Network. Yeah, I think so. Okay. That may have actually been before the takeover of Lucasfilm. I don't actually know. Could have been during. I, I can tell you for a fact that Gendy Tartakovsky's Clone Wars was fucking amazing. Yup. Oh my god. That shit was so sick. Yeah. I and need that, to watch more of that. I've only seen bits. It's. I think it's only like five episodes and they're five minutes or so long. Oh. Yeah. They're, then I might I, be thinking of something else. Clone Wars Clone Wars is like the CG one mm-hmm. that's that had Anakin with his hand cut off or whatever. Yeah. Being mopey and shit. <laughs> There's, yeah, and Rebels, and of course the movies that have come out recently. Right. Well, as for the movies, I still enjoyed Episode 7, even after accepting that it's basically just a repeat of Episode 4. I thought it was still a fun, cool movie, and some people I think are just hating it just to hate it, because it's Star Wars and it's cool to hate it. I disagree. I, or rather... I didn't like it because it was a remake of four, which is fair. I understand why they did it that way. So they could introduce a new generation to those movies Mm -hmm. and kind of have a through line of nostalgia for the older cats who are watching it. But I feel like their play at nostalgia was a little bit condescending. And of course they really could have made it anything and people would have gone to see it anyway. This is true. And what did they do? They went with the safe route. They took the very safe route. Yeah. I thought Rogue One was better than Episode 7. Yes. In that, at least they did something different. Yes. Now, the fact of the matter is Rogue One was basically 13 Assassins or (laughs) any other movie that's similar to that where you have a crew of people doing something dumb and then everybody dies. Spoilers. (laughs) I don't, th- I don't think anyone was shocked when all of them died. Yeah. When when you watch the movie, you know from the jump. As soon as, as soon as, well, first of all, most of them don't appear in any of the subsequent movies. So and that's kind of your first tip. Exactly. And then also, you can t- just tell by how the movie goes. And also, there were tonality issues in that yeah. movie with the snarky Asperger robot and shit. <laughs> I wasn't a fan of that. Really? Yeah, not at all. It, was... it did feel a little out of place. Like, he was the only form of humor. Everyone else played it so serious, so straight. And then you have this one asshole making snarky comments, and that's all he made. Yeah, yeah. He was just poorly socialized they programmed the autismo into him <laughs> i thought that was so stupid episode eight i hope is better but i don't i'm i'm not one of those dudes out here sweating it i don't think those movies don't mean that much to me i yeah. never when i first saw the original star wars films i thought they looked like shit and i thought the story was dumb mm. i saw them when i was seven years old yeah did you catch them when they were rescreening them in the theaters yeah hey me too and those prequels were fucking trash, but it made me appreciate the original trilogy a lot more. Yeah. So the original trilogy, in my mind, as an, as an adult now, they're pretty cool. They're pretty cool relics of the time. Yeah. Right? They're not fantastic movies by any stretch of the imagination now yeah. as far as technical mastery goes. Yeah, I mean, the acting is stiff at best. The, yeah. the story is 
pretty good. The setting is great. The world building is very good. And I think that's really what people latched onto was that it just created this, this excellent universe that could be expanded upon so yeah. much. Yeah. But the issue is mentioning the expansion of the universe is the, at least what we've seen so far is that they haven't bothered trying to expand that universe at all. No, not really. They put the same shit in every movie. They got the ATATs, ATSTs, X Wings, Y Wings, TIE Fighters, whatever. They yeah. put they put the same shit in every movie. I'm not against appealing to people's nostalgia because that's how you really get paid. Mm. But let's be creative out here, people. Yeah, we can do a little bit more. That was actually one thing I respected about episode one was that they did introduce new stuff, new planets, new creatures. It just wasn't a very good movie. Yeah, yeah. The I I always, at least for me, one of the things that I really appreciate about a good movie is how well they build the world around the movie. Mm-hmm. Something like Dread, yeah. the remake. Yeah. That shit, that shit. The world of that, even though they only showed a very minor amount of it, mm-hmm. you got a sense of what it would be like to live there. Right. Whereas in Star Wars, you're getting, especially Rogue One, you're getting like little vignettes of what it would be like to live in certain places. Like, mm-hmm. oh, cool, I could go to this rundown fucking bar in the <laughs> middle of a forest or whatever. Yeah, that's that, and it doesn't it doesn't seem all that interesting. Mm. Although I'm gonna catch shit for this. I think Prometheus does a great job of building the world that they're in. It's not a particularly great movie. But the environment that they're in, the technology that they're using, fits well within the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit about what city they came from. I didn't want to see any of that. The ship, the people, the environment that they're in, the, it was great. And same same with the original Alien movie, Aliens. They did a great job of fleshing out those worlds. Yeah, even though it's very limited in the scope of what you're actually seeing, they do a good job of keeping it consistent and you know showing that okay we're in this kind of future without actually showing you earth and like really going into that yeah not necessarily the fault of star wars but they have so many movies and we've seen so many of the same things that i think that's what the issue is for right it's oversaturated with the same stuff exactly because if if let's say prometheus had six sequels and all you saw were the same things (laughs) yeah yeah. it would would get a little old yeah definitely definitely sofa man comes in with a question shooting straight from the couch chet yo are you an old school pre-awakening fire emblem fan or new fan what are your thoughts on the new games and the people if you participate in the community at all. I'm kind of somewhere in between. I'm, I was never really super into Fire Emblem, and I'm still not. But I do understand the split between the newer games and the older games. The only one that I actually played to completion was... The only one I played to completion was Shadow Dragon, the DS one. Which, it's really just a remake of the first one. So I guess that would put me more in the old school camp. I also know that it was considerably harder than the newer ones, just based off of people's complaints. With the new ones, there's much more of a waifu wars sort of vibe to it, where people are more interested in the characters than the games itself. 
So I guess that would put me more of being in the old school camp. I think the new games are probably fine as long as they're keeping the spirit of the old ones at least somewhat intact. I think some of the systems are cool that they've introduced, like having in Fire Emblem Awakening, you can have kids. I thought that was pretty cool because your kids inherit some of your stats, some of your abilities based on who the two parents are. Or rather, it's Krom and whoever he gets with. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that's cool. But I would say the whole appeal to... It's mostly to women, really. That reason why that they've made more of a focus on the characters. And that sort of... That was how they reached across the aisle to get girls more interested into it. It It's not for me, but I'm also not going to hate on it. I get why they do it, and I like that there are more fans of the series. The second question from Sofa Man says, What do you guys think about Childish Gambino? I heard like one of his songs and liked it, but my opinion on this subject is pretty much useless. <laughs> I fuck with Gambino. I like all of his albums from camp and onwards. I appreciate them for what they are, even if they aren't all rap albums. Most of them are, most, a couple of them aren't, but I like them. I don't fuck with a lot of his pre-camp stuff. All of his old rap and shit sucks. I heard some stuff off of his first mixtape, and it sucks. Yeah, it's terrible. A lot of it is really fucking terrible. With that said, I don't really like a shitload of his music Mm -hmm. because I'm not for the sing-songy R&B shit. I like bars. (laughs) Fucking bars. He's got some bars on he a couple does. of songs. Yeah, Bonfire is one of his best yes. songs. It's easily one of his best songs. That was a song that actually made me listen to more of his stuff. Because I'd stopped listening to him in in, <laughs> in his entirety. Yeah. Because of his early work. Yeah. I sat down. I watched a lot of Derek comedy back in the day. Dude, that shit was great. Yeah. And so I looked up all the collective works of those gents and ran into his mixtapes. Okay. And they're terrible. It's not good. But once his his new shit came out and he was getting like positive pop on it, then I said, fuck it. Why not? Yeah. Next question comes from Glassberg. A story came out in my hometown of Boston. A couple was on their way to PAX. PAX is a convention, a gaming convention run by a website called Penny Arcade. And the ex, uh, the convention is called... I guess it's less of a convention and more of an expo, Mm -hmm. but it's called Penny Arcade Expo. It's also a huge convention. Huge. There's, I think, four of them now. There's PAX, which is in Seattle. There's PAX East. Oh, Oh, yeah. There's there's South, there's East, and I think there's one in Australia as well. Yeah, yeah. Which is insane to me, but good for them. Yeah, definitely. Well, anyway, back to the question. A couple was on their way to PAX when the girl slipped down our shithouse subway system and hurt herself. Her boyfriend got help, then ran for the train so he wouldn't miss it. Bro. His, his probably now ex-girlfriend is fine, but angry. My question to you guys. Does this guy have his priorities in order? Vidya over bitches? And what are your thoughts on Mass Effect Andromeda? Or that series in general. Okay, my question to him is how long until that next train? Because if that shit's like four hours, I don't know. That's a tough call to make. 
overall, I'm going to say bad call. Because that's... It's leaving her stranded. Yeah, man. That's... That guy... I'm surprised he managed to get a girlfriend. If you're going to pull shit like that, yeah. Maybe they were having a rough day and he pushed her down. (laughs) So he didn't have to hang out with her. Damn. I I don't... Thought he would kill her ass. Yeah, right? Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? That's That's really fucking strange. I don't know why he would do that or why anybody would do that. Presumably, you're in a relationship... Because you feel you have feelings towards somebody, generally positive feelings. Yeah, and you wouldn't want to leave them stranded unless if she was just like, "Go, go without me," and then he didn't say, "Are you sure?" and just left. <laughs> well, all right, <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, if you really want me to, and then you just split. There's so many questions yeah, I have here. I need more information. This is hard to hard to hard to say. Hard to say, but I That's mean, fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> as far as Mass Effect goes, I love Mass Effect. Mass Effect 3 sucked. Let me correct that. Mass Effect 3's ending didn't suck, but the company's response to the fans' response to the ending sucked. Okay. They didn't they didn't stand by their artistic integrity. Yeah. And granted, I'm not a creator on that scale, so I can't say whether or not it's the right thing to do to please your your fans mm-hmm. because when you have that many people playing your game it's impossible to please everybody oh, of course i don't think they handled it well as, as i mean really you can't win in that situation no. but you know whatever you do what you want when you're popping yeah but those games are great those games are fucking great i have basically no opinions on andromeda because i know just about jack about it Fair enough. Null reference coming through with the term paper heater over here. <laughs> this shit, this is a long question. So rather than read out the entire question, we're going to read it to or we've read it to ourselves and we're prepared to answer it. To summarize it for you folk at home listening, his question is how should he respond to a friend? That he's on the brink of falling out with due to political differences. Specifically for Black Lives Matter. Specifically for that. And that's that's a tough question to answer. Because, I mean, one thing that I try to do with my friends specifically, because we have varying political views, is I try not to talk about political views. Because I, I have friends who are libertarians, some who are anarchists, some who are stupid, some who are liberals... <laughs> Some who are whatever. And the easiest thing for me to do is to never bring up politics around them ever. And I I can understand where you're coming from because at least I have a handful of friends that are very politically minded. Mm. And everything that comes out of their fucking mouth is something politically charged. And there's no way to stop it. There's nothing that you can do to stop it. It's the worst. And presuming that that is your situation here, my advice to you is to sit down and have a chat with this man and tell him very specifically that you never want to talk to him about this again, ever again. I don't care if just just tell him you don't care if this offends him. Just say you have a differing political standpoint and there's nothing that he's going to do to change your mind. I'm going to basically throw what Denzel said just straight out the window. I'm going to do something different. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. Uh, 
What I have found in my experience is that when people disagree with Black Lives Matter as a movement, there's a lot of misunderstanding as to how this started and like what it's in response to. So I just want to give some brief thoughts. I'm not going to try and force anyone to subscribe to this agenda. I just want to give some brief thoughts on the Black Lives Matter movement. Okay. First things first, it started way before any of the Trayvon, Mike Mike Brown, Brown, Darren Wilson, any of that nonsense. It started way before then. This was already a movement. It just got bigger in recent history in light of certain events. So another thing to consider, what is the opposite of Black Lives Matter? It's not All Lives Matter. It's not White Lives Matter. The opposite of Black Lives Matter is Black Lives Don't Matter. Take that in for a second. If you say all lives matter, you're saying black lives matter. If we say black lives matter, we're saying black lives matter too. If you say you are anti-black lives matter, you're saying black lives don't matter. Now, I don't know how woke Hotep Yakubian nonsense (laughs) your friend is. (laughs) I don't know how far up in the scale this guy is. I'm going to say if if, if he is following BLM, he's probably actually not that far because there are people way more militant than that. I think if you want to maintain this friendship and maintain his respect, I would say have him explain his position and don't even don't even try and argue a goddamn word. Just listen to him and he will just respect that. If you continue to disagree, that's on you and that's between you and him. If he wants to end his, this friendship because you disagree on politics, then I'm sorry to say, then your friendship sucks and that's a shitty friend and you shouldn't be friends with him. If you continue to disagree and he's fine with that, then can then do what Denzel suggested and just don't bring it up again. Because some people just want to be political and that's all they want to do. But if you don't bring it up around them, they might not bring it up with you. But I would say at the very least, try to understand what it is that he's... That he, why he feels so strongly about this, because you, you say you are the California liberal pussy of your family. So clearly you have some progressive views and it should not be a far cry for you to understand what it is that he's talking about. If he is that far out, then fuck him. One of the things that's missing here is the context of who no references, right? This, yeah. Because if he's if he's the type of person, and I don't know who he is, so it's tough for me to say, if he's the type of person who makes snarky remarks every time something comes up regarding Black Lives Matter, like let's say a bunch of people are protesting and standing on the freeway, if he's like saying, oh, well, I hope those fucking people get hit by a car. Or if he's mocking the fact that he he makes like a snide joke Mm -hmm. at the expense of somebody who's died or something like that. Because I do know people like that. Yeah. And to them, it's just comedy. But to other people, they take that completely differently. Sure. If, If that's what you are doing, and I'm not saying that you are, just make sure you don't do that. Because that's basically spitting in the face of somebody who who has respect for something that you happen to dislike. One of the things that pisses me off about politics is that it's just like sports. 
It's like sports in that you just pick a side and your side is the side you stick with. And that's not how politics should work. You need to find a candidate or a person who represents the ideals that you want to put forth. One of the issues that has come up since Trump has been elected is that people are coming out of the woodwork being more extreme than I think thought they would be yeah it's really it's really an odd thing there there are many people who i considered very moderate or even progressive that just didn't like hillary so they went full-on 4chan troll status and i'm like how did this even happen like yeah (laughs) now i can show you my true form yeah it's really fucking weird and it goes both ways right You have people who are on the alt-right arguing for a white ethno state, and then you're having Black Lives Matter coming out and standing on freeways, screaming, fuck Donald Trump, threatening to put his wife into prostitution or whatever the fuck. Just dumb shit. So just try to understand the political climate that we're in, because it's tough. It's I assume it's tough for people who may or may not have actual life experience, be more moderate. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're unlucky in that we are in an era where there are actual people who were raised by the internet and not by television. And that is so much worse. Yeah. I'm, I am one of those people. I, there's a song called Oh Shit by Injury Reserve. I will happily admit that I was a latchkey kid. If you don't know what that means, that basically means when you get home, nobody's home. Mm. So you unlock the latch or you unlock the door and then you put the latch up. Yeah, yeah, I got so, you. Yeah. I, that was me when I was a youth. And I spent a lot of my time on the internet. And you can develop some real fucked up views from just sitting on the internet, especially if you were looking at things like 4chan. You were looking at BME Pain Olympics. When you were looking at things like Goatsy, you were hanging out on BBS boards that just had fucked up shit on them. Yeah. It's, there's a lot, a lot of weird stuff that can go on. If you continued those habits, which I was lucky enough not to, you probably have a real weird warped outlook on life. I actually saw this post today. It was a screenshot from 4chan where someone said, Whenever you have a forum where there is absolute free speech, it will always lean right wing because left leftist views can only exist with censorship. And my thought on that was you're only saying this because you're only on very specific forums. Yeah. Where yeah. all of these people are at they the draw of 4chan is a lot of people who especially like very active users a lot of people who have a chip on their shoulder, there's a lot of blame being thrown around. If you've ever been on R9K, you'll see it's they they refer to themselves as betas, kind of rebelling against the the normie state and the alphas. <laughs> well, when you consider that they can when they're calling normal people normies and using that as a derogatory, that kind of tips you off that these people aren't normal and you shouldn't assume that your website is representative representative of the real world. Like no, not at all. Stop, y'all. There are a lot of people with a with a wide variety of problems that come from the internet. And if your friend is one of those people who sits on the internet 
carefully curates his Twitter feed to make sure he only sees people that he really agrees with. And he's being fed the same messaging over and over and over and over again. Then you then the problem, the problem is going to exist beyond your friendship. And I've done this a few times in the past, but not super often. I've stopped talking to people for months at a time and then come back to see what's good. You know what I mean? Yeah. If a friend of mine is going through a rough spot where he's expressing all kinds of weird shit or he's gotten himself into some kind of trouble and I'm unable to help, well, peace, dog. It's been real. It's been, I, I like you, but get your shit together. Had to do that with Chuck. But anyway, uh, we we digress. Yeah. Kind of went off on a tangent. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go see. Okay. Before I answer the last couple questions that we have here, I'm going to go off on a fucking tangent because this is the kind of thing that fucking pisses me off. The other day, as most of you are aware, John Tron said something fucking stupid on the internet. He said several things that are fucking stupid on the internet. And look, I like to think that I am a reasonable man. I posted something on the internet, which was essentially John Tron said blank. And put a little image macro, which all you new internet people will refer to as memes. Wrong. I, Wrong. I, I put I put a macro. Fuck. I'll just cave in and say meme. Because <laughs> nobody's going to understand when I say macro that yeah. I mean meme. Yeah, because every when I used to be on 4chan when I was a ute, it was always a macro. Always. But now it's a meme. Memes are like the collection of the macros. It's, you know, when something... Yes, you can consider cash me outside. How about that? That's a meme, but the individual images are image macros. But anyway. Yes. Either way. Either way. This thing pisses me off more than most things should. When somebody responds to me with a fucking meme as some sort of citation or evidence for any sort of fucking claim. Yeah. I swear to fucking God. So the claim that John Tron made was wealthy black people commit more crimes than poor white people, which, which is not wrong. It's not the case at all. If you look into the statistics, what the statistics actually say is that younger wealthy black people are more likely to be arrested for their crimes than poor white people are, which is, indicates again that there is discrimination against black people not that oh there's justified you know fuck yeah. off <laughs> it's it that's that's beside the point what the main issue is some fuckboy crawled into my mentions and look i don't mean to d- disparage this person he's probably a nice guy and he's probably very well meaning but he crawled into my mentions and cited a meme as a source a meme that just had that had f- like a small fucking stupid table on it and it of course had John Tron's face on it and I was just like dog like how are you even going to cite this are you fucking kidding me right now you fu- I try not to be mean to people over the internet because I I prefer to have civil discourse but Twitter is not a good platform for civil discourse no. so I keep my answer short which makes me seem like I'm trying to be mean but I'm not don't you ever in your fucking life ever, ever cite a meme as a source unless if your evidence is that a meme exists. There you go. 
Because that you you putting a meme in my fucking mentions or anyone's mentions and pretending like that's a fucking source for anything. If it, if it's an image and your argument isn't centered around whether or not somebody was caught doing something and you have an image of that thing being true, then you don't fucking put an image there. You put a fucking link to a story or a study. Something. Don't you ever in your fucking life ever get it in your fucking head to send somebody a meme as a source oh here's my evidence it's this fucking meme (laughs) god fucking damn it that's so stupid people but it's not it look i don't want to say that this guy's dumb i'm going to go on the record and say he is dumb he just made a mistake okay people make mistakes Some people are ill-informed. Some people will look at a meme and think, oh, this must be true because it's from the internet and everything on the internet is true. I got to make a fucking video about this, man. I'm so fucking heated. (laughs) I'm so pissed off about this because it's, it's like people are getting dumber and dumber. The initial problem was people were going on Facebook and posting articles from actual fake news websites without actually checking if the sources were verified, where the sources were coming from, whatever. And then that carried over to web forums and other things where people were just posting images for graphs and studies that are posted on websites as if like somebody couldn't make that shit up. Are you fucking kidding me? Have some fucking integrity on the internet. And I know that's asking for a lot because nobody really has integrity on the internet. But have some fucking integrity. Look at your shit. Look at what you're doing on the internet. Think about it. Feel better about yourself. I swear to fucking God. I swear to God. Some people people just do the dumbest things. People are idiots. God damn it. Next question comes from Ryan via the email, which is askrnh at gmail.com. Female squirters. Can we just call it what it really is? Chicks peeing? You're pissing yourself. There's this nasty old chick at my work that was bragging a few years back that she squirted so bad that she needed to rent a rug doctor to clean her floor. Mm. Barf. The last thing I want to hear about is some downside of 40 barfly talking about pissing on the floor. (laughs) What's your take? I've heard tons of women say it's legit piss. Well, I've uh, I've never been squirted on and that's one record I don't really care to break. That's not on my bucket list. I don't find it hot. I I always have assumed that it was chicks pissing. Yeah, that's what it struck me as as well. Yeah, man. It's, I, yeah. Mm. I just assume it's chicks pissing all the time. It's gross. It is. It really fucking is, too. If you're into it, hey, more power to you, but. Yeah. Not here. (laughs) It's just chicks, like, pissing a whole bunch and, like, fucking playing, putting their hands in it and flicking it back and forth and shit. It's just like, oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. I don't. I'm sure there's something online that'll say whether or not squirting is real, but I, I'm sure it's some small percentage of the population. Yeah, it. You're probably also going to get a lot of conflicting views on that, so it's going to be tough to get a solid definition. Either way, don't get that shit on my bed. Yeah, don't get it anywhere in my fucking apartment. That's yeah. disgusting. 
fucking disgusting. Also, where do you work that you had someone talking about that shit? Like, come on. Yeah, very true. Like, that is an HR violation for sure. Our last question comes from Norse Man from the Dick Show IRC channel, which is the Dick Show on Freenode. He wants to know essentially what our numbers are per download or show totals so far, which is it's not the first time I've been asked about it, but the statistics are shown on the SoundCloud that we have for it. Mm -hmm. It has the amount of plays that we have for each episode under there. Mm -hmm. And it's got, I think if I were to add all of them up, it would look a lot better than it actually is. <laughs> but the first episode we had 2000, the second episode was like 1600 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, we've declined every single episode uh-huh. since then. We have been sitting around 700 per week. We're at 700 in each seven day period from when the show goes up to when the show goes up again. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? From 1 p.m. Thursday to the next 1 p.m. on the following Thursday. Mm-hmm. So it's it's around there. Okay. Yeah. It's it's pretty close. And as far as expanding the audience goes, it's not, it's, not... It's a lot fucking harder to do that than I thought it would be. We haven't done a ton of advertisement. No, we haven't. One of the One of the problems that I'm running into, or I've at least thought about, is that... This is part of the reason why I haven't put up a Patreon either. And I assumed that the fall off would happen from the first episode to now. Part of the problem is we're cannibalizing the Dick Show audience. Yes. And I don't want to put up a Patreon or any other crowdsourcing thing because it's literally the same people who would be funding us, Asterios, Larry, Dick, Maybe and whoever Lettuce Jones, whoever else has mm. a Patreon, and you that want, you don't want to ask too much of the same people. Exactly, pick be- one of them or pick us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, because you're, you'd be spending money, and the last thing, the last thing I want to do, at least as somebody who's putting out content, is to put people in a position to where we're they're paying us for a Patreon, but not getting. A good return on that mm. you know what i mean yeah chad and i haven't necessarily thought through the entirety of what we want to do with the patreon either and we also want to go ahead and widen our audience a little bit more before we put one up yeah the best that i can hope for right is that about roughly eight to ten percent of our audience will be willing to pay for a Patreon. That'd be nice. Yeah, some somewhere around there, and that's that doesn't come with a guaranteed amount. That just means eight to ten percent of people listening to the show would be willing to pay some amount for it. Or we could target ads, but then with ads, we couldn't say certain things, and yeah. I feel like that would end up going worse for us in the long run than anything. We talked some shit. Yeah. I've, if you could hear some of the shit that I've cut out that isn't funny at all, that is just wild and bullshit that would just get us into trouble, then fucking A, dude. That's always my favorite, especially when some of that shit like actually makes it to whoever's episode. Like, dog, this wasn't even funny, and you still decided to leave this shit in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that's that's one of the issues we we got to brainstorm some stuff we're probably this is the first time i'm bringing it up to chet but we should do some rebranding at some point yeah and come up with a little square version of the logo that looks a little bit fancier yeah and rebrand the subreddit and get some good css for that We'll, we'll we'll get that going. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll probably in the next maybe in the next month or so. Maybe when we get around episode sixteen, mm-hmm. we'll have a better plan. We'll have reached out to more audiences or whatever. You heard if, it here first, folks. Hopefully, hopefully we'll be able to expand in some way. And I do know that some of you don't mind paying for the show, and we definitely appreciate that. We we just want to make sure that we have something to offer you prior to putting up anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you if you have any ideas for things that you might want as a listener, if things that you would be willing to pay for for bonus content and, you know, Patreon rewards, let us know cuz we don't we've never had a Patreon. Yeah. Never. I, I don't subscribe to anyone on Patreon. Maybe I'll start, but we can do design related stuff. We can do merch. We can do posters, stickers, that kind of thing. I can whoop your ass in some fighting games. We can we can do video content. I've got video recording equipment in the crib. We can do a lot of things. It's I have ideas. Chat has ideas. We just we just have to flesh them out more and do do things more often. You know yeah. what I mean? Like for instance, the Q and A that we did the other night. Or last night, that is, or I guess by the time you're hearing it, the other night <laughs> is a good example of something that I wanted to try out. Mm-hmm. Having friends on was something that I wanted to try out. Although, granted, the complaints were pretty valid. They said that Jay wasn't very good at telling stories, but they loved Darcy shitting on me. <laughs> so I'll I'll see if I can get Darcy back on. She's fun to she's fun to talk to. Cool. We'll probably do something like Denzel and Friends. Maybe. Chat and friends. I can bring in. There was some talk about bringing in some members of the FGC, and I definitely know enough people that are noteworthy that I can bring on. Like, I can get Pinoy easy. I can probably get Vasant, no problem. Diosex. I, I forget where Clockwork is now because he moved and isn't really playing anymore. But if he's ever in the area, he's originally from San Diego. So I know Clockwork decently well and i'm sure he would be down to do some interviews and stuff that's another thing that we can attempt yeah there's there's a lot of things that we can do it's a world of possibility if you're interested in seeing something hop on the subreddit shoot us an email tweet at us i mean preferably you should you would email us or get on the subreddit and say something because the tweet the twitter machine the tweets my mentions are on fire sometimes <laughs> and i don't want to actually lose any any good suggestions that come out of it it's it's easy to get lost in the sauce with twitter so as you should all know by now i recently took a trip to japan i actually just got back on tuesday i was there for 12 days I got some stories to tell y'all because Japan's pretty lit. I went and did some things that I hadn't done before. I went to Osaka for the first time. I went to Kyoto for the first time. And this time I have a lot more people with me. So it was five of us instead of three of us. And it was five people who like to actually party instead of two. So some things happened. I think I should tell the people what happened. So the first couple of days were pretty uneventful. Just chilling in Tokyo, doing some shopping because there's a lot to do. 
shopping wise in Tokyo. There's not a ton of things going on unless you really look for it or unless you're going for nightlife. But one of the phenomena in Japan, specifically in the big cities, is that salarymen, you know, people who work in offices and just pencil pusher type people, they will like to go out and drink with their coworkers every once in a while. But when they drink, they go out to drink. These people are getting shit faced. So if you're ever in one of the popular districts in Tokyo late at night, you will find no shortage of people straight out of work drinking with their coworkers and just fucking staggering down the street, puking on the trains, doing whatever the fuck. Now, we were in Shibuya. It was around about probably 9 and 10 p.m. And we're in the station about to head back to our room when we were staying in Shinjuku. We're going up an escalator and we hear the sound of running water. And I think it's someone pouring out a water bottle. And I turn around, there's this dude straight up got his dick out on the escalator just peeing right there. There are no shortage of bathrooms in train stations. My man was just sitting there, just straight faced, did not look, he didn't look that drunk. My man's just peeing out right there. And I gotta say, circumcision's not really a big thing in Japan, but Japan was kosher. And uh, I, I had no idea what to do with myself there. So I, I, another thing about Japan is that everyone's really quiet and polite. And I could not, I, you know, you try and not be the loud American asshole. I could not hold this in. I just bust out laughing and I had to tell all of my friends. Hopefully the guy didn't get too embarrassed, but he knows what he did. He was pink on an escalator. I'm going to give a, a Chet in the Box mini review of all the American foods that I had while in Japan. So the first thing I actually tried was there was a McDonald's right across from where we were staying. So it was late and we just wanted a snack. So we said, hey, you know what? Fuck it. McDonald's Japan is actually pretty good. I will give the disclaimer right now that I will say that McDonald's Japan has the best matcha latte I've ever had. I've had it from Starbucks. I've had it from various coffee houses. McDonald's Japan got that shit on lock, but it's seasonal, so I couldn't have it. I couldn't have it again, rather. But uh, what I did get was I got a kid's meal because they had these dumb uh, Thomas the Tank Engine toys for the boys, but they were sold out. So I ended up getting a Karomi mirror, Karomi being from uh, Sanrio, like Hello Kitty kind of stuff. So I got a kid's meal with the chicken nuggets. McNuggets, because that's one of my go-tos for American McDonald's, because I kind of hate all of their other food. And this is probably one of the few times where I'm actually going to say that it was a bit better in the U.S., only because when you're eating chicken nuggets, you don't want something wholesome. You don't get chicken nuggets expecting chicken tenders. You're getting nuggets expecting them nuggets. You want something salty and shitty and Ugh. That's what we, why we love it. The ones in Japan were not as salty. They were more like actual chicken. It was something closer to a small chicken tender, but generally just less flavorful. Their fries are about the same. They're less likely to be soggy and oversalted. So again, it's kind of missing the spirit of McDonald's fries. But 
obviously the quality was much better. It's the kind of thing that, you know, you can eat McDonald's in Japan and not feel like shit for the next two days. So pros and cons, you know, you pick your poison. It's a shame you can't have both side by side. So if you want to be gross and disgusting one day and you can have your American nuggets and then another day you actually want to be able to do something and not have high blood pressure. So you go to McDonald's Japan. Yeah, that's something I wish we could have. The next American meal that I actually had in in Japan was there's a Mexican restaurant in La Ferret in Harajuku. It's called Guzman y Gomez. And it's very similar to Chipotle in that it's the same style of burrito. It's a mission burrito, which is like the NorCal style of, of burritos. And it's also sort of customizable in the same way. And overall, I'm going to say it was better than Chipotle. It was pretty darn good. Uh, I, I wish that it was a Southern California style because I have a much better point of reference for that. And that's generally my go-to. But as a whole, it was pretty good. I got a flank steak. So it's basically carne asada. They just called it not carne asada. But it was like, it was spiced and everything. It was pretty darn good. It didn't quite taste the same way as it would if you got it in Northern California or if you got it from Chipotle or something like that. But it was still good in its own right. And I definitely would not say that it was a totally different style of food. Some of the Western meals they have, like spaghetti, for example, when you have tomato sauce in Japan as part of your spaghetti, it's much sweeter. It's There it may actually be mayonnaise in the sauce. Japanese people love mayonnaise, so they put on fucking everything, especially Western food. That wasn't the case for this. It was pretty much true to what a burrito is. So good on you, Guzman y Gomez. After that, I I went to Krispy Kreme in Odaiba. It's in, in another one of their malls. I'm going to say it was mostly just because of the conditions that we ate it, but it was not nearly as satisfying as American Krispy Kreme. They actually had some cool donuts. It was probably closer to like a uh, voodoo donuts, psycho donuts. One of those ones where, you know, you can you can order your donuts and have a bunch of shit on it. Like one of the ones we got was an Oreo donut that actually had mini Oreos on it and it was covered in frosting and it, it was it was good. But it just wasn't the same as pulling up to that Krispy Kreme when you see that warm light is on. You know that you can only eat four or five, but you order a dozen anyway, because god damn it, that hot light is on, and you just gotta have it. Yeah, I didn't really hit that same sense of satisfaction from it. Not to say that it was bad, it just wasn't as good as I was expecting, or as good as I had hoped. I also ate horse meat while there. It was at one of the Final Fantasy 14 cafes. They just straight up had horse meat and it was cut like jerky and shit was good. If you if you want to belly up to some Bojack, you know, don't don't hesitate. Shit's tasty. Another phenomenon that I've noticed in Japan was the prevalence of hot dog and coffee places. Like, it's not a hot dog place where they just happen to have coffee or, you know, at Burger King now they're serving now they're serving hot dogs, but you could also get coffee there. No, no, no. These places specialize in coffee and hot dogs. 
You can get it as a meal set. It's just the thing to do. I will say that the coffee is good. The hot dogs are good. It is a really strange combination, and I had to try it, and I still don't get the appeal, but hey, it was tasty. So in Osaka, there are three JoJo's Bizarre Adventure-themed bars. One of them is near Dotonbury, which is where we were staying. The other two are closer to Umeda. So the first one we went to was one that was close by. It's called Star Platinum. And it's totally non-assuming until you walk inside and it's completely fucking Jojo'd out. There's this giant stone mask on the wall and like there's figures lining everything. Place is crazy. But all of the drinks are themed after characters and their stands and some of their moves. It's pretty cool. One of the drinks is called D4C, which is named after the stand Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap. It's four Ds and then a C. D4C. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the D4C. What the stand actually does is he creates like dimensional pockets and he does just weird deus ex machina type shit but how the drink works is that your server brings out this it's like a cup full of his head and he's got a bunch of folded up pieces of paper in there and you reach out and pick three ingredients and that's what goes into your drink does it have like a base liquor you know i i'm assuming that if you don't pull a liquor that you will get something poured in there but as far as i can tell no there is no guarantee so the first person to order the d4c was nicole nicole was the friend of ours that didn't really party or drink as much as the rest of us but she was the first one to take the the leap so we didn't know this going into it. When she ordered it, we had no idea what this drink would be because the menu was totally in Japanese. Oh, and they had this system where everything was rated. Uh, they had this system where everything was rated, where it would be the strength of the drink, the size of the drink, and whether it was sweet or dry. And it would be rated from D to S. And those all meant different things. This one was question mark, question mark, question mark. And we're like, okay, we got to see. We got to know what the fuck is in this drink. So she orders this. She pulls out three things and he doesn't show her what it is. He just writes it down and says, thank you. Closes the head. And we're like, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) And let me tell you something. When you order a drink, and the bar gets excited, that's probably not a good sign. So we're like, okay, we're going to see what's in this drink. So he comes back out, and he has he has a shaker and a martini glass for her. And he shakes it up, and he pours it out, and it's white. And we're like, okay, okay. Oh, no, no, excuse me. Sorry. Hers was green. Hers was green, okay. Hers was green. And it had, like, little just bits in it, white bits in it. And we're like, okay, what you got? So she takes a sip and winces. And we're like, what the fuck? And we look up at our mans. 
and he puts the, he puts down the three papers that she she pulled out. And it's like okay, it's tequila, a green smoothie, and mayonnaise. I'm like oh Jesus <laughs> Christ, <laughs> that's so, disgusting. It was horrible. So we all tried it, and oh yeah, the mayonnaise stands about oh mayonnaise and tequila. Don't recommend it. <laughs> so we all finish our drinks, her included, and it was Connie from the last time we went. It was her birthday the next night. So we're like, okay, what should we do now? And she's like, everyone's ordering D4Cs. And we're like, fuck it, let's go. <laughs> That's awful. So we all order D4Cs and our man's giddy. <laughs> Like he he announces to the rest of the bar and they all start clapping. It was stupid. <laughs> we all pull our orders and hope for the best because we figure, hey, there's like thirty ingredients in there. There's no way that everyone's getting something terrible. And uh, you know what? I should I may actually have it written down. So the drinks come. The first one, spiritus. For those uninitiated, it's like Everclear. For those uninitiated, even to that, it's really, really, really strong grain alcohol. So it's spiritus, gin, and mayonnaise. That one was terrible. The next one was whiskey, milk, and mayonnaise. Which honestly was among the better ones. The milk really neutralized everything. That sounds disgusting. This sounds like you were played. I think we may have been, because my drink was tequila, mayonnaise, and ranch. That's disgusting. It was fucking horrible. I've never drank condiments. I don't really like ranch to begin with. I don't really like mayonnaise to begin with. For your next drink, you will have mop water, Drano, (laughs) and soap. (laughs) It'll leave me feeling cleaner than this shit did. You'll just pour a bunch of Coors Light. I, I would just order beers after the first one came out. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have at all decided to do it. I was not going to, but you know, peer pressure. Everyone's having a good time. We were already pretty tipsy, and god damn it, yeah. Basically, everyone ended up with a condiment in their drink, and it was not good. That's so stupid. Yep. And the only two people who could not finish their drinks were Connie and I. Because she had the spiritus and I had ranch and mayonnaise in a single jar. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I told them, like, look, I can do this, but I will vomit. And they're like, you can stop. <laughs> I wouldn't have paid for that. I wouldn't have paid for it. I would have said, no, fuck you. <laughs> this is a joke. What are the odds of drawing mayo? Five times in a row. For everyone. Or four times. Did Connie get a second one? Or uh, Nicole get a second one? Yeah, no. Five times in a row. Fuck you. Yeah. yeah. That's a joke. (laughs) It was... It was absurd, but I don't know. It was fun. Overall, you enjoyed your trip? Oh, yeah. The trip was great. I I highly recommend Japan to anyone who wants to visit. You know, I, I also will say, be prepared to blend in like as much as you can you don't want to stand out as a foreigner because you already will and you don't want to give them a reason to hate you oh sick so i'll have a great time gigantic (laughs) black man rock like fucking stomping through tokyo like i'm godzilla and shit 
the fuck? What's funny is you would they would probably just assume that you were one of the Nigerian students because most of the when we when we went we had one other black guy with us and he's darker than my brother and I and he's also taller so there was kind of a, a protective barrier around him of people not really wanting to fuck with him but there's a pretty sizable population of Nigerians who go to Tokyo to study and they all end up just working in Harajuku as part-time jobs so I would think that most of the people there would just assume that you were one of them and they might start speaking French to you oh okay yeah. cool perfect yeah it's great oh fucking a chat yeah it it's kind of a funny experience being an american in japan because a lot of the other foreigners that look american are european or australian so we still stand out aside from them in just in different ways you know you try and strike up a conversation with someone in english and they start spitting german at you it's like Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> oh, my bad. White people don't only live in the United States, Whoops. Australia, or England. I forgot. <laughs> you fucking racist. Man, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes you just, you just need a white person to latch onto, and it's like, oh, I, you're no help to me either. Shit, man. Learn another language. Learn Japanese before you go again. I, I picked up more Japanese before going, and it was extremely helpful. What are some of the phrases? Oh, you know, there's the basic questions. I mean, you're going to say sumimasen infinitely, which is just their excuse me. But it, it works straight up like excuse me. So if you need to get someone's attention, if you need to say sorry for something that was very simple, if you are just, you know, need to walk by someone, it's all sumimasen. Infinitely useful. There's also, of course, gomenesai, which is sorry. There's subject dokudeska. So you'd say, oh, pocket monster dokudeska. And that's, hey, where is Pokemon? And you know, that's one of those basic questions that can kind of get you anywhere. How do you say, where's the bathroom? Toire dokudeska. How do you say, where's the beer? Beer dokudeska. How do you say, don't pour me any more fucking shitty drinks, you dumb bartender? <laughs> you say, no, no, no. Stop that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's also pretty handy that a lot of the Japanese people know enough simple words in English that you can basic, you can get across an idea in English. They'll probably answer you in Japanese. But it'll be in simple Japanese with very exaggerated gestures so that you kind of have an idea of what's going on. Okay, cool. cool. It's, it's pretty useful. Let's get into voicemails. Yeah, yeah. Denzel, this is Cody High in Oklahoma City. Love the show, man. Um, I just wanted to know if you or Chet have had any bad psychedelic experiences, like, you know, taking too much acid, you know, you take some bad shrooms. You take something you didn't know what it was. I don't know, man. I just want to know uh, if you guys have had any crazy, trippy stuff going on in your lives. Take it easy. No. Or short answer is no. I've never fucked around with psychedelics. My mind is too... I'm too paranoid for that kind of thing. I think I would just have a bad trip regardless of who I was with. I have been... I've had people recommend me some psychedelics. Uh, specifically LSD, but yeah, it's kind of hard to say. I I will fluctuate 
from very positive to rather negative pretty quickly, and I don't really want to fuck with that just in case. I might at some point, but I don't know, I'm a little old for experimentation. Dog, you're what, 26? That's a little old for you. I'm out of college is basically what I'm saying. <laughs> it's whatever. <laughs> when, as soon as you turn 50 and you're like, oh my God, I should have been doing this when I was much younger. I'll do it when I'm 50. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. I I don't know. I'm I'm more of a drinker. I don't really like smoking weed. Never been a fan of it. I get really lazy and not in a positive way. I just can't think straight. Yeah. My head gets all fuzzy. I can't I can't really operate after I've smoked. I just really hate the dry mouth that comes with smoking. Yeah. I hate that. Same. And then I keep drinking water. My mouth never gets any more yeah. or any less dry. It's like a curse from Poseidon. Yeah. Yep. Hey, Denzel, it's your friend Bob here. Listen, did we ever get your reaction about the time uh, that idiot Jesse from Podawful called you the N-word? I feel like that's something you should discuss, as I've never really heard your side of that story. Obviously, he's a fucking idiot, but I wanted to know what you thought about that. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and uh, let us all know. Thanks. As I've stated previously in other episodes, when somebody does something that I don't want getting any press or any attention, I don't talk about it. Period. That's how I handled Jesse. And the for for all I know, that was completely unprovoked. I had no idea what happened. None at all. And that just kind of came out of nowhere. I don't, he apologized on Twitter. I accepted the po- apology. And that's really all that happened. I don't... If... If somebody says something to me like that, wh- what am I really going to do? Am I am I going to hop on the internet and DDoS him every time he uh, decides to do a stream? Am I going to threaten him with some, some mystic hoodoo or something? I mean, if people want to say shit, they can. I b- Believe me, I didn't like it. But, I mean, they're just words. Yeah. They're just words. I mean, and that blew up in his face in a fantastic way like instantly yeah that it really yeah it didn't turn out well for them (laughs) and it's not i'm never i will go out of my way to say this i'm not pro witch hunt for jobs and all that if somebody says something ridiculous you threaten their livelihood over it no man no i mean i understand talking shit to them on the internet or whatever but Taking their livelihood is some other shit, dude. I'm going to say it's a little different if them speaking is their livelihood. Like a radio host says some dumb shit, take them off the radio. Sorry, you're liable to say more dumb shit. If they say it on air versus... Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Yeah. okay. But also it depends on the extent of the stuff, yada, yada. But I mean, like, uh, what's his face? The guy who owned the Clippers talking shit about black people when he owns a basketball team where he's mostly working with black people. I can see where there would be... I think that situation was more so the NBA was looking for a reason to fire him. No, that's fair. Because apparently in the past, according to a bunch of his previous players, he was actually very racist. Yeah. And 
the the players would report him to the NBA Players Association, mm. and there's nothing they can do about it because he owns the team. Right. And then the NBA got a reason to fire him. I dig it. Well, good on them, NBA. I guess so. <laughs> I mean, he made $2 billion, so it didn't turn out too bad for I him. I know, yeah. I don't have much sympathy for really, really rich racist guys. Like, yeah, word, word. Either way, yeah, no, I, I just didn't, I didn't talk about it, and I just let it happen. Yeah. One of the annoying side effects of that was people were in my mentions for a fucking long time. <laughs> I believe it, it. Look, and not to say that I don't appreciate you guys sticking up for me and all that. I do, but it one, it's not necessary. If I if I take issue with something, I'll fucking talk to the person, mm. and it won't be if if it's if I have a big enough issue, it's not going to be polite words. It's not like it's not going to be anything good. I and, do not question this at all. And I've chilled out a lot since since I was younger because I definitely would have handled that a lot differently. Like last year, two years ago, Damn. it would have been fucking way different. It's a weird thing that happens when you're on the internet and somebody does something to you unprovoked. And you look at it and you say, what the fuck do I do in response to this? <laughs> and let's say you yourself, you the listener, find yourself in this position. If somebody says something about you on the internet, don't respond I mean, it's real. It's really weird because I my mentions on Twitter were on fucking fire. The, just twenty mentions every ten minutes or whatever. Oof. Especially when it first popped off, people going back and forth and adding me and <laughs> adding me to the conversation, mm. and it was it was really weird. And it's it's very counterintuitive, and it's very difficult to do yeah. to just stay the fuck out of it because it directly involves you. Yeah. And people keep trying to bring you into it. And I don't, I mean, whatever, do what you want. I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it's almost a lot of situations like this are lose, lose, lose situations. Yeah. If you respond, you lose. If you say nothing, you lose. And if if you have a response to it, if you deny the claim, you lose. Like if I, if the 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 amount of losing that would have happened is is negligible, because I mean, look, honestly, me not saying anything was the best option. I didn't lose anything other than face via the internet by way of anybody who thinks that I should have said something as a response probably lost a little bit of respect to anybody who thinks that I should have said something in response to it probably lost a little bit of respect for me. But in reality, it's just like, what do you, I don't really think it really warranted a response. Anyway, he made a dumb comment and that was it. He just said some dumb shit. He wasn't like calling you out or anything. He just made some dumb snide remark and that was it. Well, I mean, he, I don't know if I ever sent you the clip, but essentially oh, it was I, he called me the N word and then shit on me for four minutes. Actually, yeah, that's true. I was yeah. I was just thinking about the whole N word part of it, not that he yeah. was calling you boring and stupid, basically. Yeah, and I was just like, I'm. It was, 
and that's his shtick. He's he's look. I'm gonna I'm gonna level with you 110. percent I don't think he's funny. Yeah. I've I've tried watching his show a few times. I didn't it didn't grab me. Didn't think it was all that engaging. I understand his brand of comedy and the people that it appeals to. Extreme negging. And that's that person is not me. That that's not me. One hundred and ten percent. I just don't. And that that portion of it, especially that portion, I was just like, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. What is this?" And it caught me by surprise. Genuinely, I I spoke to a few people about it, and their response was essentially either go out guns blazing or don't say shit. Mm. Because you know what's going to happen as a result of you saying something. So if you're not ready to sit on the internet for the next several months just talking shit to people or constantly trying to get people to campaign for you, then don't say anything. And I said, well, saying nothing seems like a pretty good fucking option to me. This sounds appealing right now. Yeah. I I haven't dealt with this, this kind of thing since... I was but a wee lad on message boards yeah. before Reddit or Dig existed. I was sitting on actual forums, actual BBSs, people flaming each other. Yeah. This guy, this guy's old school internet. He flames people with no regard. That's yeah, that's such an antiquated thing to do. Yeah, it's weird. It's fucking weird. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. You fucking. know, you you do what you want whenever. All right, so there were a few questions from last week that Chet wanted to get his uh, his two cents in on. Yep. So let's let's have it. Let's have it, Chet. All right, I'm gonna give the uh, the Spark Notes versions of what my answers would normally be, except for one of them because I got an actual story with this. Okay. The question was from Gigantic Meaty Balls: Do you ever talk differently to black people or in the presence of black people versus talking to white people? Yes, absolutely. Every person of color or, you know, 90% of them will do this. You just, you tailor your speech to the people that you're around and you don't want to sound like the whitest black guy when you're a bunch of, around a bunch of black dudes and you don't want to sound like the blackest black guy when you're around a bunch of white people. It's just how you handle it. Have you ever had a horrible anime experience? No, I don't get shit caught for nothing. I'm, I'm good. I'm on the DL. Fuck y'all. <laughs> what nerdy practical jokes did you perform in the past? I used to... There used to be a shortcut on Max to invert the colors of the screen. It, would, it was Command-Alt-Control-8. And it would just flip the colors. Black would become white, red, blue, etc. It was a very simple command, but to actually go through and change it through the menus. You have to dig through a bunch of menus to find that because it was one of the um, disability options. So I would go into Apple stores and just do that to every screen that they had. I only got caught once because (laughs) there was a security guard watching the football game. And that was the only thing he was mad about was that I inverted his screen that he was watching. (laughs) (laughs) So I changed his back. He's like, all right, we good. And then I left. Good shit. Good shit. Uh, would you rather be stupid and gay or stupid and Asian? I would rather be gay and Asian. And uh, Lakembra was asking about going to the movies by yourself. I personally have only done it once and I didn't feel weird about it at all. It's just 
kind of a thing that happened. But there was no special entrance or anything. I think that's a little stupid that LeCambre had. But uh, Lorraine from My Japan Tales Volume 1, she has a comedy theater near her where like people do stand-up and stuff. So she went to go see someone. I forget who it was. But she went alone because none of her friends could make it. But she still wanted to see this person. So she goes to buy her ticket. And she's an attractive woman. So when she goes to buy the ticket, they're like, okay, so you're buying one ticket? Yeah, just one. A single? Yeah, for you. Yeah, no one else. Uh Uh-huh. By yourself. Yes. So you're going to see the show alone, right? Yeah. Okay. We got a single. Single person coming through. And yeah, straight up, it's like another entrance. And like they make the, all this pomp and circumstance. She's like, dog, I'm just trying to watch some comedy. <laughs> That's pretty sick. That's pretty sick. Like, fuck. I would have just been like, oh, no, nah, I'm meeting somebody here. <laughs> right? Or just been, you know what? I don't need this. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a good choice, too. Well, yeah, uh, I, I think that was all the questions for last week. Okay. Oh, uh, you have a friend zone a girl? Oh, yes. Yes, I have. Absolutely. And I've had multiple times. One of them got really salty about it. Good fucker. Yeah. I mean, not fucker. Well, actually, fucker. that's the funny thing is that was part of the problem was that we did fuck. But I told her I, I made it abundantly clear that I did not want to date her. Up front? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. good oh, yeah. Good, yeah good, no, good. Like, we were we were courting each other for a bit. And it was kind of cool. But in one-on-one, in person, she was great. One on one with her in groups, she was, she was all right. You know, didn't really fit in with my my friends, but talking to her online gave me a fucking aneurysm. So if she would like, it's so fucking annoying. <laughs> so if she would text me or Facebook Messenger, Snapchat, whatever, anytime we would go back and forth through a digital platform it was infuriating and that was when i decided okay no we cannot be an item because i barely like you in groups and i hate you online so we can we can mess around and like go on some small dates but this this ain't gonna be a thing but she got caught up and she got really mad when i did eventually get a girlfriend (laughs) Well, fuck it. Whatever. We hadn't even been talking for months, and she still got legit angry. Well, she wasn't the one. She was not. Shit. (laughs) Crawling deep inside those fifis. Mm -hmm. It's because I gave that good dick. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. You can catch the show every Thursday around 1 p.m. or so, PST, PDT, whichever. I don't. Oh, I hate daylight savings time so much. And here we are. Anyway, thank you for listening. You can tweet at us at XRealNerdHours. I am at that Denzel, and Chet is at Bushido Brown SD. Excellent. You can email us at askrnh at gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail at 413 Savage One. Thanks again. Good night. See you later. Oh, you can visit the Reddit at reddit.com slash r slash real nerd hours. We now have a Discord. That link can be found in the subreddit. 
Thank you for listening. Yeah. One more thing. Just Uh-oh. kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Good night. Good day. Good whatever. Yeah, fuck it. Have a great whatever you're having. <laughs> <laughs>